Hi, my name's Judy. And I'm Sassy. And together we are Two, Two Girls, Girls on a, a Mic. Do, 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 elevator music. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Two Girls on a Mic. We are doing a collab today. Yes, yes. <laughs> I heard heavy breathing. I wonder who that is. <laughs> I was waiting for Matt to go first. Okay. But I'm going to go first. So, hey, what's going on, guys? It's Steve from um, this podcast, too, along with my, my, my lover, my, oh. my friend. He's not my lover. I was just saying that. I was trying to, get, I was trying to make Sassy jealous. Um, yeah, hey, it's... It's uh I'm sorry dude, I'm just really distracted with the way you hold the mic yeah. close. To me. Oh, is it? I don't know, dude. I just like holding it. You're like a rock star, dude. Hey, what's up uh everybody? It's it's me, Matt. Uh happy to be back on this podcast, Two Girls on a Mic. It's uh, it's pretty cool. The main to- overlying topic for today is going to be some kind of controversial, maybe some stuff that people don't really like talking about with spicy (laughs) as steve's like suits yeah spicy topics uh mainly revolving around like men and women how certain things are perceived um traditional non-traditional stuff so if it's all right with you guys we're just gonna get on into it all right let's do it yeah all right so one of the first topics that i want to talk about and i've been wanting to do this episode for a while because i saw this um what was it? A tweet that the game, the rapper, uh, what I think when he tweeted, he tweeted it April 13th of 2021. So last year. Almost a year ago. Yeah. yeah. But it just popped into my, I actually saw it on a Facebook post of like one of my friends. Mm-hmm. And it's, and it goes like this. Maybe I'm old school, but my women ain't paying one damn bill. Not rent, not mortgage, not a car note, not nails, hairs, clothes, phone, or groceries. If you're taking care of home cooking, home cooking and fucking the shit out of me, life on me, period. So we want to know your thoughts on this because my thoughts based off of this is, okay, he's a rapper. He makes money. I was Honestly, that was my exact same thought. Like, it's easy for him to say that now. Mm-hmm. I find it not funny, but... Interesting that the person that who who posted this on Facebook was a girl, and she was agreeing what with what he was saying. Mm-hmm. So to me, it's interesting that some girls can relate to this, and I get it. I mean, they like that uh, stay at home. Coming life. from where he's coming from, you know, he has the wealth. He can. He's able to provide for a woman, but I think if you really look at the average man, and just with like how everything is right now i mean everything is super especially expensive. in california yeah yeah, yeah that that's yeah. yeah that's true as well because i think there's some i don't know where i read this but it pretty much it states that now in these days both people in the relationship have to work you can no longer just rely on a one one income household anymore mm-hmm. so i don't know but that's also the thing like a lot of people a lot of well I don't want to speak for everyone, but I know of a good amount of men typically who have this mindset of they're the bread makers. They mm-hmm. don't want their women to do anything besides like take care of household things. Mm-hmm. And some of those are just regular people. <laughs> they're not artists like this who are making a lot right. of money because there's still those like machismo men. Toxic I was going to say a lot of Hispanic mm-hmm. men or just Latin American men are brought up that way where you're the man, you're the the sole provider, and you have to take care of the woman. But if you have the mentality, I mean, 
you also put yourself in this stressful situation where you're like, okay, well, now I have to provide not just for myself, but for the women and then bring kids in. That's even uh, more of an expense. So how do, I know you were brought up in a like Mexican household, Steve. Like, yeah. How, how do you feel about this? Well, my dad worked two jobs. So the majority of my life wanted like that father-son like mm. hangout relationship, but that's just something I never really got. Right. Um, so mostly my mom did uh, the raising with me and my like my other three siblings. So it was four people. Was your mom a <clears> stay-at-home mom? She was like when mm. we when we were kids up to maybe when I turned eighteen. Then she went back to work. I don't think my dad ever like was bothered that if she should be a stay-at-home mom or not. Mm. I mean for the, for the most part that's what she did. She 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 cleaned. She did the laundry. She made dinner and all that. Mm. But I mean as soon as she went back to work, there was like no objection. There was no like any bad blood between them. Like my mm. dad. The only thing my dad expected is just, like, <laughs> for there to be food ready for him when he comes mm, back to work. Yeah. Which I get. Because, I mean, he again, he worked two jobs. So, like, he hardly had any time to, like, make dinner himself in between. But, um... Was your mom working, like, a full-time job or was it more of a part-time Um, it, it was, like, part-time than full-time. Mm-hmm. I get where the, where the Hispanic, like, macho, like, toxic masculinity comes from mm-hmm. in terms of, like... Not asking for help, but I've always thought of it more like I've always seen it like more of an ego thing, you know. That's true. Like, like why, why not get the help? Why, yeah. like, like you said, like why make it harder on them and like stress out? You know, mm-hmm. that just leads to like one more, maybe more, um, like companionship issues between them. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. And I don't know. Like I feel like with, I feel when you have a partner who's helping you achieve this goal that you guys both share. Because I mean, if you're gonna be Living with someone, starting a family, you need to have some kind of like goal or some kind of dream that you want for a family. Right. So if one person's steering in another direction and you're like, what the fuck, I thought we were doing this, then that's already, you know, trouble to begin with, you know? Okay. So I have like a a hypothetical. So say you and Olivia. All right. What if either you or she gets a really good job Uh that like pays really well? Yeah. Would you want like if it was you mm-hmm. would you want and or be okay if she just like wanted to be a stay-at-home wife or girlfriend if i got a job that paid amazingly like mm-hmm. that um i would ask her if what she wanted uh-huh. um because i know she has her own ambition she mm-hmm. has her own like um her own like idea of what um, her goals right? her goals are yeah. Um, I would ask her, like, would you, I mean, if you're having a kid, I mean, I, I guess I would want someone to either stay at home or, you know, just focus. Cause I mean, I plan on getting my, ch- my kid maybe ho- homeschooled. Okay. Mm. So I will, and it, it, it being the mother might help out a lot, but I mean, if she's not into that, it's perfectly fine. Like mm-hmm. it's not, to me, it's not a deal breaker. Okay. Plus, I mean, with Hispanic families, I'm pretty sure my mom would help out or, yeah, <laughs> or my <laughs> sisters for sure. So yeah, you'll, you'll have the help for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, I don't know, dude. It takes a village to raise a kid, not just, like, two people sometimes. It does. Yeah, so. I was going to say it's... I mean, you guys see it with Joey. <laughs> I mean, we're yeah. that village. <laughs> so, Matt's Asian. How different is, like... He is. I don't really know anything so, like that. Last, last no, time. for our <laughs> listeners. I just want to know, like, how different it is, is it... Well, you know, you know, Mexican household or, or Hispanic household... Men are brought up like you're the sole provider. How how were you, or how is what's the average typical like upbringing for an Asian man? I can't speak for everyone, but I could tell you uh, what the dynamic was for my family and the rest of my family uh, from what I saw. Mm-hmm. 
which is everybody's freaking working. Yeah. Uh, except for, you know, growing up, it was my grandma. She didn't work, but because she was home taking care of me. Mm. I don't care if she would want to, like, stay home or not. What matters the most to me is ambition, mm. right? Like, I've always said I, I wanted someone who wants me and doesn't need me. Mm. Right? So to me, ambition and life goals is attractive. That, to me, is the biggest deal breaker. So what if she wanted to just be a stay-at-home wife, stay-at-home mom? That's fine. That's totally fine. If that's what her ambitions are, and if she's really gung-ho about it, but then would you I, be okay I, with I would, that? I would, I would be okay with that. Would yeah. you be okay, like, from the beginning of our relationship, if I let you know that? Like, hey, my, my goal is to, to rely on care. you. Yeah. I would have asked, well, what, are, what comes with that, right? Or... Would I bring you, to the would table? You, would, you, would you be okay with me expecting certain things to be done at home? Mm. Right? Because otherwise it's it's not fair. Yeah. Right? Because mm-hmm. if you would have told me I you just wanted to stay home just because, then I would have dated you. That would have been the, 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 the deal breaker for me. Yeah. I feel mm-hmm. like nowadays, from my perspective, I notice that a lot of people expect perf, perf, uh, perfect results mm-hmm. or quote unquote, nothing but green flags, right? Mm. But I think it's more, it's more complicated than that mm-hmm. because relationships can't be boiled down to green and red flags, black and white. It's not that simple. Yeah. Now, when you're first starting to meet someone, right? If your intention is to find a life partner mm-hmm. in that way, then you have to be more open-minded. I'm not going to say more forgiving, but I'm going to say more open-minded. Mm-hmm. Right? Find a compromise. Yeah, find compromises. Like, what really makes sense, dude? Like, You have to also look at what you're putting out, too. Exactly. Like, you have to first look at yourself. You have to understand yourself. And then you have to under- And then you have to be the best version of yourself before you can even expect the quote-unquote best version of someone else. Otherwise, that's not fair. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make sense. I want to say, like, a few months ago, I saw a TikTok of this girl kind of ranting about her husband. I forgot what he did, but all the comments were like, oh, red flag, like, leave him. Like, leave him, leave him. And she even went on, like, responding to one of the comments. She's like, I didn't expect for this to, like, get as big Mm -hmm. as it is, but I'm not going to leave him over something this small. Like, it's just, I think people think of it too much as, like, relying on what strangers say because it's easier for me to comment on someone else's relationship than it is to comment about my own relationship yeah. right so and, and it's funny that you guys bring bring up red flags and green flags because i feel like now everybody puts like a flag for something yeah like, mm-hmm. oh he doesn't get you flowers red flag mm-hmm. or he doesn't take out the trash red flags like really is it really or yes. can you it's just a communication thing where you mm-hmm. don't you're not expressing yourself like hey like with Derek, if i would post a tiktok saying you know what he doesn't get me flowers he doesn't do this romantic things like it would automatically be like oh leave him uh that's a red flag you know don't ex- expect less than blah, blah, blah whatever mm-hmm. and it's like no because i all right. Well, this next topic is basically we're taking pieces of this last one, but Steve actually sent us a YouTube video. Uh, <laughs> did you watch that? Yeah, I made him watch it with me. <laughs> he like I was so annoyed. Uh, yeah. It um. <laughs> uh, I want to hear you guys' like thoughts first. Okay. First so of all, there was no valid points in there at all. Like, yeah. I, the argument it. 
honestly, I felt like I was listening to middle school kids uh-huh. argue. fucking arguing. Well, I'm curious to hear the like. Well, so here's I, yeah, I don't yeah, want to say the, I don't want to say the podcast name because that's fine, whatever. That's fine. But this podcast, it was a couple guys and a few girls. They're talking about traditional men and women, and <laughs> and um, so. They're kind of bringing up what these women want. And also, it's like, hard because they only have a small group of women. Sorry. It's okay. I didn't I didn't want to, like, go further into getting to know these women. Because mm-hmm. the clip you sent, it was only, like... Like, eight minutes. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't the whole podcast episode. Yeah, so, I didn't, yeah. like... <laughs> that clip did not make me want to get to know those I know, people. I know. <laughs> so, just from what I heard, I agree with Judy. It just sounded like... Because with the guys, it seemed like the girl said something and they moved on and that guy just held in what they said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, brought yeah. it back like, oh, you're talking about traditional traditional men from the Bible. And it's like, first of all, what they were talking about as traditional men, Derek put it best. Like, it's more so from the 60s and 50s, not the Bible. Because guess what? Back in Christian Bible, yeah, yeah <laughs> there yeah. was no such thing as bills. There is no such thing as like what these men work for now like mm. sure the guy the men back then were the one putting in the hard labor or whatnot so when the guy's like oh are you a virgin to me it didn't match mm-hmm. like they're not talking about the same times yeah and also what i said before even if they're talking about the same times back in the 60s whatever the older times cheating on your partner was so common like the men would be out cheating because mm-hmm. the women were at home the mm-hmm. women were cheating because the men were at work so it's like to me, it was just a dumb comparison, and they didn't really have valid points. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. and it was just annoying. <laughs> it was very annoying to watch because the man—I don't know—I just the guy, just the way he came about the subject, he was just very aggressive, and it's like, yeah. I don't know. I just I didn't. Did you read the comments, either of you? A lot of them agree with the guy. Yeah, it's a lot of like, oh, fucking feminists and all this shit. It's like, is it a bunch of it's insults? Not, yeah, <laughs> it's like it's not being feminist to be to wanting like to be treated a certain way <laughs> with yeah. respect. Definitely, like so. especially with the second guy, the one on the right, because he like he's like, well, my grandma did this and that. <laughs> How much do you want to bet that your grandma fucking hated her life because <laughs> she was having to do all this shit? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like. Also, you can't speak upon your grandma. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say just because you see your because people did this back then doesn't mean they were happy. Yes, there was less divorce, but because the woman was relying on the man. Mm-hmm. They did they weren't able to up and leave, but it doesn't mean that it was a happy family or a happy couple. It's just they were stuck and unfortunately they had to deal with it. And I know a lot of like people like my parents, grandparents, just older couples that I know that it's crazy I that that they got cheated on. It's like to me it was an eye opener. I was like, what the fuck? Like I don't want to spend my life okay, doing I, that. I was just like, wait, what? You guys cheated? Because it never crossed my mind because I, I had the same mentality where it's like, oh it's perfect. Like they were a perfect couple. They didn't get divorced. Everything must have been great. Mm-hmm. But when that that when I heard that it's like my world shattered. I was like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that same um the same guys. Mm-hmm. There was another clip on you on TikTok where uh, yeah, I think you sent it to me. <laughs> yeah, like if a girl has uh, an IG account, then it's like most likely like they're cheating, which mm-hmm. 
I'm thinking the whole time I'm thinking like, dude, what did this guy go through that has like yeah. has like this <laughs> image of women being like completely like unfair and you know like he cheaters. Has no trust. Yeah, absolutely not. So um so the you know the person that sent me this 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 video right mm-hmm. that I shared with you guys right he told me like hey like they have a point you know like like when they mm-hmm. when the guy said that you know w- like are women yeah, traditional like men are like are they you know are you guys virgins. Mm-hmm. So he had me like I saw the video. I'm like, okay, well, let me see what he th- like what what I think. And yeah. like I was mentioning, um, they they don't have they're not given any opportunity to explain like their right. their their their, their ideas because like like I said, they, what they were what they're referring to is they want men who who actually are ambitious, take responsibility, are like partners to the point where um where they also provide either like 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 we mentioned earlier, they either. If they want to provide and have them be a stay home, whatever, mm-hmm. then that's that's entirely on them. That's yeah. their decision. Like, who are we to you know to really judge on what they want? Right. If, you know, because all the women there, I think they all had different viewpoints of what they want as a man. Yeah, they all tried to like explain, and I think the guys more so perceived it as they wanted someone to just take care of them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because I know the the beginning of that that podcast was, I think, based on some tweet on on yeah yeah on Twitter. Somebody uh, reposted it on Instagram. Somebody somebody put something along that's like date within your within your budget within yeah. your budget and yeah. stuff like that. It's like, uh, in a way, I kind of agree because you can't be in a relationship. Let me let me rephrase this. It the relationship may not be great if say one twenty one. You're like for or... example, like I'm gonna use you you and Matt Sassy. Yeah. So say you 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 expect you know, like this luxurious gifts and stuff like that. That's what you're used to, right? Mm-hmm. And then Matt comes for like, you know what? It's more of like sentimental things or things like more of a love language that he does things for you. Mm-hmm. That might not work because you're expecting like yeah, these something. gifts and he's not used to that, you know? Yeah. So I, I get the date within your budget, but at the same time, you also have to communicate that. And, well, you know? Yeah. I think at the end of the day, I mean, it's funny when you, when we just started this, you were mentioning how we're like, we're getting into these topics that people don't like to talk about, mm-hmm. but I feel like it's, it should, that shouldn't be the case. People should yeah. be talking about this mm-hmm. because it's like, if you're going to get into like Matt was mentioning, if you're looking for a life partner, I think these are topics you need to mm-hmm. know you from know, the beginning from to the beginning, avoid yeah. wasting people's time. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's something that people say is like, oh, you're already talking about kids. You're already talking about marriage. It's like, yeah, because that's something like it's going to change your life. So yeah. why not, why wouldn't you get out of the way within the first few days? Uh-huh. But I mean, with, with, with these guys talking about, you know, these women, I feel like, are they talking about life partners? Or are they just talking about dating? You know what I mean? Yeah, Because if it's, if it's a, in a dating scope, then... In my person, like, why the fuck does it matter? Like, yeah, why does yeah. any of this matter if it's dating? In my opinion, it's just to have fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah. you're giving like life partner advice, and this is definitely not it. And no, then that it just comes back to like you need to find yourself and what you would want, so and, that way you know who to look for. Communicate, you know. Yeah. Like, don't be afraid to like share what you want, and don't be don't let your toxic masculinity get in the way either. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you like to get your, you know, like if you're a guy like to get your nipples sucked, then that's fine. <laughs> That. Like, that's pretty gay, specific. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> so what, bro? That doesn't mean I'm gay. <laughs> All right. All right. I I actually put this on last night when Matt was like getting our his D and D stuff ready, and I think he was just as annoyed as I was. <laughs> oh yeah. Dude. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. It was just for me. I agree with everything you guys said, mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. But my biggest takeaway from that specific video is that it just sounds like people just trying to one up each other, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah, in in an intelligent debate or a conversation, the whole objective is to understand the other person's perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? yeah, that's pro- I I think that's proper. I mean, I wasn't mm-hmm. part of debate club or anything like that, yeah. but I to me that's the most logical reasoning. Mm-hmm. But when people try to one up the other, trying to play this verbal uh, chess game, mm-hmm. then it leads to nothing but pure emotions, which yeah. is what I got from that video. Yeah, guys were getting mad, and girls were maybe getting mad too. And it's again, it's if it goes back into everything that I think is wrong with modern dating. Yeah, because. It, 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 we're we're in a we're in a stage in in society where every day we're gaining more access to our own thoughts yeah. and people's thoughts mm-hmm. and when we're interconnected like that you it's hard to filter it's hard to find yourself your mm-hmm. own thoughts how can you find your own individual thoughts? How can you formulate your own individual thoughts when you're being bombarded by everyone else's, mm-hmm. right? So then when we're being bombarded by everyone, everyone's opinions and thoughts, are we, really, are we really telling other people our own opinions or are we just regurgitating what the internet told us? Are we just generalizing? Because when I, with the stuff I heard there, in that stupid little video is a whole bunch of generalizations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So don't fucking generalize, dude. Just use your fucking brain. Use <laughs> attempt. I dare you to try it. You might like it. <laughs> All right. Ooh. This next one's a, another one from Steve. <laughs> Steve's always sending some juicy TikToks. I know. <laughs> I know. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, Steve, you like stir the pot, dude. Yeah. So Keep he- it for our own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so he sent this TikTok of this uh, woman basically explaining, like, we all know about toxic masculinity at this point. And she talked about that being taken a step further with, you know, now the thing is, oh, we want men or partners who are open about their emotional whether it be trauma or just just be emotionally open and that somehow some men have found a way to manipulate that as well by like using it as holding something against you like oh I opened up to you about my emotional trauma now go on a date with me be with me something like that they're weaponized yes they're they're weaponizing Mm -hmm. it and (laughs) I I've thought about it. I didn't know that it was like a full-on thing, but I've like seen situations or I've had friends in certain situations where I'm like, is he really saying that to like get you to like him or is he kind of using it as a way to bribe you (laughs) to like be with him? Because it's also like um, some people who... Can we have an example? It's like a trigger warning for suicide. But I know of some people who have had a partner who would threaten that they were going to kill themselves if they left them. Oh, I can't wait to comment on this. Go ahead. <laughs> I um, I dated someone like that who was mm-hmm. very suicidal. Very uh-huh. has like a lot of mental issues, and 
at the time I was working two jobs. I was just transitioning to my second job. Mm-hmm. So I was still kind of fairly new. So, you know, given when you start a new job, there's a lot to learn. Yeah. So therefore a lot of pressure. And so it was hard to juggle two jobs and kind of still please her as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, she was, she was also suicidal, you know, yeah. like she had um, scars on her wrists, on her thighs, you know, and it was mm-hmm. so like, I don't know, like me being me, I like to take care of my significant other, you know, yeah. whatever yeah. that be emo- physically, emotionally, whatever. But she kept using the same excuse to get my attention. So I had to, mm. I had to like either bail or change my plans just to be with her. Um. And it got, and it, it and at the and at the end of the day, like I I was I was tired because I was getting I was going to work at nine in the morning, getting off, going to my other job at six, and then leaving my second job at almost midnight, mm-hmm. and still coming over to her house. And sometimes I'll spend the night, but I'll be beat. Mm-hmm. so again she'll she'll give me all these excuses and tell me like or just throw like fits like oh i'm feeling really depressed or like yeah thinking about hurting myself and I remember this one time we were outside my house and she was telling me like she was threatening me threatening me to like kill herself and i got so fed up i'm like then fucking do it then like please mm-hmm. just do it right now you know because i was so fed up yeah and then she looked at me like like amazed like, it's like you're not supposed to say that yeah mm-hmm. you know and whether that be true or not like to me, I was just thinking, like, is she like just using this to manipulate me? Like, I feel right. like she's just bluffing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's because she, yeah. it just puts you in because you can't do anything. Yeah, exactly. Like if I've been one, I have my own emotional <laughs> stuff. Yeah. I've been depressed. I've been suicidal. But I've always, I don't know if it's just me or if it's other people do this. I don't want to put that upon someone else. Mm-hmm. So if I'm feeling that way, I'll keep that to myself. <laughs> Like, I won't ever think about telling Matt, like, hey, I'm having... Like, I'll do it now because I know that there's a healthy way of doing that. But before, I wouldn't be like, oh, I'm feeling, like, really fucking sad right now. Mm-hmm. I'd just be like, hey, I'm going to be busy today. I might not be texting back. That's right. how I would do it before. But I've also been on the opposite side. Kind of like you, it wasn't a long-term relationship. It got shut down very quickly because I caught on to that. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, <laughs> this is not going to work. Oh. So, yeah, they would just use that, like, oh, if you're not here with me right now, I feel like I'm going to hurt myself. I'm like, I can't – first of all, I was in school at this time. Uh (laughs) Like, I can't ditch school. I don't have a car. I don't have anything. So that's why I'm like right away, I'm like, okay. And I like to think I was – I grew up and was forced to be mature Mm -hmm. for how young I was, Mm -hmm. which I'm thankful for, but kind of (laughs) sucks. But, yeah, I see that – I see it in shows. I see it with people, like yeah, with my yeah. friends. And I'm like, that's not okay to like use something that people actually deal with. And mm-hmm. if you deal with it, sure, you just need to find a healthy way of coping with it. Mm-hmm. That's where it comes to your boyfriend, your girlfriend's, not your therapist. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I'm going to move on to this one here. Yeah, not such a heavy topic yeah. anymore. All right. So <laughs> what are you guys' thoughts on workplace romance? Just don't get caught. <laughs> have you guys had workplace romance (laughs) almost all of them to be honest really yeah a number of them can't say uh we met at school we met at school but no were you not working for mr boone i was working for mr boone (laughs) yeah but like it's not really workplace though you know 
I was you were paying me. Were you yeah. not paying her? <laughs> how, long, how long did that like last? By the way, that employment. <laughs> like, did you report it on your taxes? By the way, or? <laughs> no. <laughs> it was February, uh, March, Uncle Sam. Was, uh, Hold on, I'm trying to think. <laughs> February, March, April, May. For like four and a half months. How do you remember that? Because you asked me in February. How and we do were, you remember We were that? at the Waffle House by our school. It wasn't <laughs> the not, and not the Waffle House. The Waffle something. The Waffle. It was just called the Waffle. Yeah. Not everybody has a bad like memory. <laughs> and I remember the day you asked me because you shot an Instagram video where I looked like shit and you posted it. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was hot that day. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it was like four and a half months before he quote-unquote asked me to be his girlfriend or fired you did he fire you before he asked you to be his girlfriend or did he ask you to be his girlfriend then fire you so i believe it was that so this is how it went we're at a cheesecake factory sherman oaks galleria (laughs) (laughs) we had just seen secret life of pets with our friends brandon and steph at the grove (laughs) and yeah Mm -hmm. and we were at the cheesecake factory it was just me and him and he's He's like looking at me. It's a little awkward already. <laughs> he's looking at me. He's like, "Do you do you want to just make it official?" <laughs> and I know what he's talking about, so I'm like, "Sure." So <laughs> yeah, wait, sure. Did you guys know you guys had feelings for each other, or you kind of are like, we had already kissed at that point. Um, but he, so he, so you guys did have a romance. Well, technically, yeah. Because if you guys kiss and you guys oh, were, yeah, I guess. Yeah, we well, kissed no. while we were on while we were working. <laughs> oh, we were on set. We're, we're picking up food for one of our movies. Yeah. Well, he asked me to do it when we were in. A, it was the dead <laughs> of summer. Tell him how romantic this. It was. Oh my god, I was sweating. What were we doing? I was sweating so much, and yeah, I had shorts on. I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> I had shorts on, and we were making we were making props of dead bodies. What the f- <laughs> So we were stuffing newspaper in the trash can to make him look like bodies. How romantic. And then, and then he lays down, and I'm, like, putting newspaper on my legs, like, just, just passing the time. And he's like, come here. I'm, I'm like, I was right there already. I'm like, I. He's like, no, come here. And I was like, <laughs> like, leaning my ear in, I think. He's like, give me a kiss. And I was like, no. Denied. <laughs> <laughs> Our first kiss was outside of a subway in my truck. <laughs> in his truck, listening, listening to country. country. <laughs> <laughs> in uh, fucking Burbank or Van Nuys. Uh, Van Nuys. Yeah. So, so yeah. There technically, is. we did have a workplace romance. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what we said yesterday when we were at the Cheesecake Factory? She was, <laughs> uh, she, she asked me like, "Are you gonna propose to me in the Cheesecake Factory? <laughs> you asked me out in a Cheesecake Factory. You're gonna propose to me? Like, no, no, not at all." You're like, well, scratch that idea. Like, what if you break, you break up with me at a cheesecake factory? <laughs> Where it all started. <laughs> but technically, it, it would be a subway. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a good uh, bookend ending. Yeah. <laughs> now I know he's going to be like, do you want to go to Subway? Like, we never go let's to go Subway. To, <laughs> let's go to the Cheesecake Factory in the Sherman Oaks Galleria. <laughs> well, let's go watch The Secret Life of Pets 5. <laughs> with Brandon instead. So... Since we, first of all, we started off as, like, assistant, and he was my boss, <laughs> quote-unquote, and employer. So Even, to, to like, to this day, it irks the shit out of me when people ask him if I would be interested in working with them. Well, so they won't contact me. They'll ask him. <laughs> so, like, they'll text him or they'll talk to him, and then... Uh, to, 
it used to be like I would just tell him like yeah just get me but it's people that you that you work with exactly so recently that happened with someone that I thought that they would be able to come to me and ask me but they asked him and I I got sick of it I was like you know what he has my number if he wants to work with me he can fucking text me Mm -hmm. but apparently that's not very uncommon because we were talking about like some other friends that started dating while we were in school and they it's the same thing like the boyfriends get asked and the boyfriends ask the girlfriends. Do you think it's because it's the patriarchy, dude? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Do you think it's because they're like, oh, I don't want to contact her because I don't want the boyfriend to get mad? No, definitely not. It's not that. No, not with us anyway. No, the film so. industry does not give a shit about that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, yeah. No. So is it just common in the film industry in general? I don't know about that. I just know that today I found out that it's common within our group of oh. st- I wonder why. people that we went to school with. It's just really annoying because, like, obviously they know. And we do completely different things. Mm. So I think it's because when we first started, we, we were, were working together. Yeah. Like, we both specialize in different types of work, but... The projects that we worked on, we worked on together. Mm -hmm. That's all. But it's always just the guys. Mm. (laughs) So. I know what it is, but if you're listening, get your shit together. (laughs) My phone number is. (laughs) My email. (laughs) What about you, Steve? Well, with um, with Olivia, we met at my my last, well, the job that I'm at right now, she left. She was very adamant about no one knowing because... Mm. The policy they had was if they were to find out, they would move her to a different location. Oh. And this would have ruined, ruined it for her because she li- she lived maybe like two blocks away from... Oh. Why wouldn't from, they move you? Because I was more valuable. Um, wow. What what was... Can you share what your position uh, was? My position was like higher than hers. Oh, gotcha. Oh. Um, that just happened. Then I transitioned to a different department. Mm. Wouldn't they, wouldn't they want to ask you like who wants to move? Or uh, just whoever no. they need. Just because I've been there longer. Mm. Oh, that's why. Already? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm. So I didn't tell anybody. I kind of did, though. Cause I, wow. Because I, I kind of got excited. Because like, you know, like, I was in a new relationship. I just told like, some of my buddies that I trusted. Mm-hmm. But she found out and she was pretty pissed. But um, <clears throat> like I said, just don't get caught. Like, just keep <laughs> and That's the thing. Like, when we're working together, we, we're pr- completely professional. Mm. You know, she was at least. <laughs> That's literally. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, I mean, I I wasn't trying to fuck things up either. So, like, I was, you know, keeping my distance as well. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we both had an agreement. We both kind of respected each other's wishes and kind of continued on. But, like I said, I were I was in many um, workplace relationships, and the last one was um, when I was working at Chipotle. But it's hard not to, just because I feel like it's it's like when you're in college and you're with mm. the same class all the time. Yeah, you're just bound to like be flings <laughs> here and there. Yeah, you guys know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and also, like I was a boss there, so there was. Wow, oh, you're using you're manipulating. I, I, okay, first off, first off, first off. <laughs> I honestly I wouldn't like take advantage. I wouldn't like no, give yeah. somebody because I I would I would make the schedule right. So I wouldn't yeah. give anybody like more hours than the other. Like uh-huh. I wouldn't play favoritism yeah. at all. Like honestly, when I was working with with like my crew, I wouldn't think of myself as a boss. I was just like, all right, guys, we we, we have shit to do, so let's get to it. Like like let's let's have a good fucking either morning or afternoon, and let's just let's get out as fast as possible. Because like we would always hang out afterwards, you know, mm-hmm. like me and the crew, and so. Some of the girls that I've hooked up with, like they, they, they would say, like, yeah, there was just something sexy about like fucking your boss or dating your boss. <laughs> and I, I never saw it that way. I always saw like, hey, we're out, of, we're out of the clock. We're just two people just vibing, you know. Yeah. So, 
But Did I mean, you, check was your there, privilege, there was there any like drama with like say you dated one of them or you ha- hooked up with one of them and then like shit got. Yeah. Shit hit the fan. Yeah. Yeah. Are you comfortable sharing? Too. Wow. <laughs> I was dating this one girl, and um, it, the dating was getting kind of serious. We weren't committed or anything, but it was mm-hmm. getting kind of serious. Mm-hmm. The only problem is, just thinking back now, I think she might have been like a lesbian. Oh. <laughs> just because we we we've all, like out of the one year that we like dated, we never we only made out once, mm-hmm. and we never had sex. What? Maybe she was just waiting for marriage. <laughs> that that she told me that, but like oh. she carried herself very confidently, and the way she walked was very uh-huh. like butch. Like even one thought I was like, "Dude, are you sure she's straight?" Masculine, you, you yeah, butch, sure. butch is uh, offensive. Okay, okay, masculine. Yeah, she walked very masculine. And yeah. Even the way she talked was very masculine as well. But um, anyways, so I did. I went out with this one girl. Uh, we went to downtown LA, and we were just hanging out. You mm-hmm. know, just kind of like admiring the the architecture. Mm-hmm. And then we ended up like hooking up, mm-hmm. and we didn't like we didn't tell anybody because it was just like it was just like one time thing. But yeah. she found out, oh, and oh. it kind of caused like <laughs> a division in amongst like everybody. Wow. A so war I was like, this is <laughs> fucking weird. Yeah, a civil war. <laughs> yeah, dude. In a way, it was it was weird. And what what sucked is that she was also dating another guy who was um, a position lower than me. Because that mm. was it was kitchen manager, which is obviously the manager in the kitchen. Then it's a service who takes care of um, the overall service and um, like the scheduling. Then uh-huh. apprentice and then general. Yeah. So he was a kitchen manager. So wow. he was running the back of the, the store while I was running the front part of it. So mm. it was a little weird. I wow. saw a workplace romance at that uh, retail place I was working Oh, yeah? At. Oh, sorry. You worked at Mo- <laughs> uh, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. I didn't say it. I didn't at say Miguel's. it. At <laughs> <laughs> And um, <laughs> between like a manager, another sales associate, and this framer. There was like a love triangle. Oh, I was fun. hearing about that. Yeah, it was a lot of drama, and it's like it's not even worth it. The framer's not that great. <laughs> I haven't had a workplace romance, but <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> but working in HR. There was, there's one specific uh, one that I can Spicy remember. <laughs> and this is at my previous job. And it was a manager dating a production worker. Oh. They didn't Not report. The, the production manager didn't. I mean, the production uh, employee didn't uh, oh. report to the manager because he was a shipping manager. Oh. So they didn't report to each other. So it was fine. But recently I found out. And this is after I was gone. All right. I still get <laughs> cheesement from. Dang. The in- internal <laughs> people in there. So apparently she was applying for a supervisor job. And I don't know why they wanted him in the interview process. And I was like, who in their right mind would think it's okay for the significant other who's a manager to be part of the decision making for a supervisor position for who they're dating? Uh-huh. And I was like, luckily the, the girl who I, I trained put a stop to it and she's like no yeah that's that's not gonna happen but i was like that's fucking crazy did i know who these people were <laughs> no it's in tennessee oh it's, it's in my tennessee the t- well not mine but there was drama at the compton one too donaldo would always tell me <laughs> i didn't do it. i don't i didn't mess with them much but anywhere like, you go there's always gonna be like that kind of like work place mm-hmm. romance drama so, yeah. so. it's interesting I don't know if I have any like quote unquote workplace romance. There's, there is a 
few dramatic ones, maybe, but I wouldn't consider it romance, though. I mean, wherever you go, drama follows, though. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> I don't, I feel like Andy Bernard in the office, like, I don't want drama. <laughs> I hate to say this, but depending on, like, where you work, I think it's fun. Yeah, I, yes. I disagree. I've never I had any other, drama. I've never had any other workplace romance. You know what's better not. than drama? Having fun. <laughs> <laughs> I think drama is fun when it's not mine. <laughs> Don't toxic. we all? <laughs> Hella toxic. <laughs> Red flag. Red flag. <laughs> I had to say it, but I kind of agree. Because <laughs> it's know? in our nature. We're fucking cheese muscle. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. That's Damn. True. I love the cheese man. I do, yeah. I love it when, when Tessie's like comes over or like <laughs> texts me, I have cheese man. All right, cool. <laughs> like, get this shit. <laughs> that's probably about me. No, no it's really If I talk you. shit about you, I do it in the car. <laughs> <laughs> and it's usually when we're driving somewhere. <laughs> but it's not like bad shit. It's just like if we got in an argument. Like, Judy, can you believe this? <laughs> can you believe this man? <laughs> hey, everyone. So this is actually going to be a two-part episode because we talked about a lot of topics and we're already at 40 minutes and we still have a lot more to go. So we are going to stop here and resume next week. So if you want to go ahead and tune in for the following week, please do so. If you want to go ahead and follow um, the host, Steve and Matt from At This Podcast 2, that is their Instagram. And if you want to follow us on all social medias, we are at Two Girls on a Mic. And with that being said, you will listen to us on the next one. Bye.